Thank you so much for coming. So, continue Srimad Bhavatan, recitation Srimad Bhavatan. Today is in the board is chapters, uh, chan, uh, Canto 7, chapter 7, text 22. Om Namo Bhavate Vasudevaya. Bhavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskriptyam Narancha Narotaman Devi Sarasatim Vyasam Tato jaya nudhira jed Nasta prayeso vadresu Nityam bhagavata sevaya Bhavati utamais loke Bhaktir bhavati naistikim Okay, reading Srimavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 7, Text 22 Asto prakrita ya proctas. Traya evahitat guna. Vicarat sodasai charia. Pumanekat saman bayadat. Asto prakrita ya proctas. Traya evahitat gunaha. Vicara sodasacharyai. Pumanikat samambayat. Kan Asto prakrita ya proctas. 
Traya evajitat kunaha. Vikara sodasacharya. Pumanikat samambayat. Somebody would like to repeat, please. Asto prakritaya proctas. Traya evajitat gunaha. Vikarasos dasacharya. Pumanika samambayat. Asto prakritaya proctas. Traya evajitat gunaha. Vikarasodasacharya Pumanikasamambayat Astoprakritaya proctas Traya evajitat gunaha Vikarada Sodasacharya Pumanikat Samambajar Translation word by word, if you can repeat, please. Asto eight Prakritaya Material Energies Prokta It is said Trajat three Eva, certainly. He, indeed. Tat guna, the modes of material energy. Vikaraha, transformation. Sodasa, 16. Acharyaha, by the authorities. Puman, the living entity. Ekha, one, Saman Bhajat, from conjunction, translation. The Lord's eight separate material energies, the three modes of material nature, and the sixteenth transformation, the eleven sex sense of the five gross material elements, like earth and water, Within, within all this, the one spiritual soul exists as the observer. Therefore, all the great acharyas have concluded, have, have concluded that the individual soul is conditioned by these material elements. Purpose by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shila Prabhupada. It's a bit long. So I thought perhaps we can discuss in different installments so in order to understand. So, as explained in previous verse, Shetre Sudeke Sutatma, sorry, Shetre Sudesh de Shetre Sudeke Sutatma Yogar. 
adiad mavid gramagatin la veta. As a spiritual advanced person can understand how the spiritual particle exists within the body, and thus, by cultivating spiritual knowledge, he can attain perfection in the spiritual life. This intelligent person who is expert in finding the self within the body must understand the eight external energies which are listed in Bhagavad Gita 7.4. Bumir apo nalo vayor kammano budir evata ahankara iti me bhingna prakritir ashtada. Earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, intelligence, and false ego. Altogether, these eight comprise my separate material energies. Bumi, earth, includes all the objects of sense perception. Rupa, form. Rasa, taste. Ganda, smell. Sabda, sound, and sparsa, touch. Within the earth are the fragrance of roses, the taste of sweet fruit, whatever, and whatever else we want. As stated in Srimad Bhavatan 104, Sarva Kama Duga, ma, Duga Mahi, the earth, Mahi, Mahi, contains all our requirements. Thus, the object of sense perception all are present in Bhumi, or the earth, the gross material elements and the subtle material elements, mind, intelligence, and ahankara, false ego, constitute the total material energy. Within the total material energy, there are the three material modes of, of qualities. These qualities, Satwaguna, Rajaguna, and Tamaguna, belong not to the soul, but to the material energy. It is because of the interaction of the three modes, of these three material modes of nature, that the <coughs> that the five knowledge-gathering senses and the five working senses and their controller, the mind, are manifested. Then, according to the modes, the living entity gets the opportunity to perform different types of karma activities with different types of knowledge, thinking, feeling, and willing. Thus, the bodily, the bodily machine begins to work. So at, at this point is a description of how the composition of the body and the, uh, and the interaction of the living entity is taking place. No? Um, Krishna explains his eight energies, but at the same time our experience of that is through the body. Uh, so in the, this is much detail, the, the description of, of this part of the creation is more detailed in the third canto. Kapiladev uh, gives us detailed description how that takes place. 
And Prabhupada, in very brief uh, ways, referring to how the modes of material nature with the combination of false ego, it's taking, it's producing the creation of this, uh, for example, the five senses for acquiring knowledge and uh, the five senses for working as well. He said, for example, the combination of false ego with the mode of goodness takes place of two. Do you know what is taking place by the combination of the false ego and the mode of uh, goodness give birth to the mind, then the combination of false ego with the mode of passion get, uh, produce intelligence, and the combination of the false ego with the mode of ignorance produce the five senses of um, acquiring knowledge and then the five senses of uh, working senses. So it's in that way how this is taking place. Again, this is very much in detail described in the third canto of Adam by Kapiladev. So, and also quite interesting, he said that because of the influence also, we already know about in Bhagavad Gita when Krishna explains how we are motivated to actions due to the influence of the three modes of material nature. So the quality of our thinking, our feeling, uh, our uh, willing, the knowledge also is quite directly influenced by the modes of nat material nature. This has all been properly analyzed in Sankhya Yoga by the great Acharya, especially by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, in his incarnation as Devahuti Putra Kapila. This is, an, this is indicated here by the word Acharyan. We need not follow anyone who is not an authorized Acharya. Acharya Vam Purusha Veda. One can understand the truth fully when he has taken shelter of an expert Acharya. I consider this is quite important point if we can analyze or discuss a little bit about this point. It's, for example, if we are right now studying Pralad Maharaj's teachings to his classmates. Previously, in previous chapter, we thought or we, we hear we heard about Pralat talking to his father, and he was uh, talking about the spiritual knowledge that that was kind of contradictory to the philosophy that uh, Iranjakashipur has, and uh, we know the consequence of that. But at, the, at this point, it's all another part of the, his preaching, his activities, a description of his knowledge <clears throat> when he teach directly to his classmates. So different approach, the same topic, but in a different approach, because he is very much aware of the audience. And when he was trying to talk about this spiritual knowledge, his classmates were kids like him, intelligence in one side, they say, well, from where did you acquire this knowledge? They were very curious, because you are like us, so from where did you get this, this, this information, this knowledge? Because 
Our teachers, they don't teach us that. So then it's when uh, Pralat Maharaj uh, talked about his story, what happened about his life, life experience, and he's, he's telling them that because he has a special teacher, Narada Muni, is who, because of his grace, his blessings, his care, he received this knowledge. But it's not just, I, I was quite in, um, appreciated the way how he, uh, Pralat is mentioning, how he acquired this knowledge. Because he, he, he wasn't alone when he received the knowledge of, uh, Narada, from Narada Muni. He was with somebody else, do you know? Do you remember? Callado, yeah. It was Callado and him both receiving the knowledge from Narada Muni, and uh, but at the same time, it's the same knowledge, the same teacher, but the results are different. So I was questioning myself, oh, oh, what happened there? Because if we are here, all of us with same knowledge, with, with uh, the, even the same teacher, Prabhupada. So, but how the effect that in each one of us, if we can extrapolate the case of Pralad Maharaj and Kajadu in our own life experience. Because we have also the authorized teacher, Prabhupada, very pure advanced devotee, and the same knowledge, but each one of us we receive and the effect of that knowledge in, in each one of us in our life is different. Perhaps we could be, we have the potential to be the same like Pralad Maharaj. But what makes the difference in us? Do you have any understanding, any ideas? Why the difference? Even in case, in this case, Pralad Maharaj and Kajadu and in our life, for example, any suggestions? No ideas? The same teacher, not Narada Muni, the same knowledge, but the results in the life of Prahlad is different compared to Kajadu's life, the approach, the effects in their consciousness. Why is that? Oh, that's right, definitely, that's true, that is the, the key point, the firm faith in the Guru. And Kajau has, her consciousness, her faith was in something else. Her husband, yeah, I said that, that's quite important, that, that, that detail is very subtle, but it's important to, for all of us to analyze the consciousness, the attitude, how we receive knowledge has direct effect in, in our consciousness, the attitude how we, we have. And very nicely, Vedavisa Priya Maharaj, previous, week, uh, previous days, he, he gave the class about the importance of having firm faith when we receive knowledge, in the firm faith of the Acharya and the spiritual master. Because of that attitude, we are empowered to receive the knowledge. Because it's not just, okay, I'm listening, but if I have not the empowerment, because it's not just my ability 
to study my ability to learn the Shastras uh, that will guarantee that it's success in my learning or, or acquiring transcendental knowledge. It's very important, another factor, the empowerment and the blessings of the Acharya, of the teacher, the spiritual master. So to attract that um, mercy or the blessings, it's very important the attitude of the, of the student. So quite reciprocal that, very important point. Um, for example, he said that Kajadu, as, as Sibia nicely mentioned, her faith was more into her husband and at the safety of her son, child. For that reason, she was there. But at the same time, she was trying to reciprocate with the protection that Narada Muni was providing because she was serving him. So she got some benefit. The Bhagavatam is not describing that yet, but because of the Bhagavatam and the teachings of uh, the Shastras, we can understand by association of a pure devotee and rendering devotional service, there is a purification in the heart. So Kajau got the purification, perhaps not at the same level, definitely not at the same level of Prahlad Maharaj, because the, she has a mixture in her um, intention. Her intention was trying to get also protection for her son, but at the same time she was meditating in her husband who, uh, unfortunately for her, she wasn't pure devotee. He has the opposite nature. So by meditating, <coughs> or meditating on him, somehow another that contamination, also she acquired that contamination in her heart. That was a blockage that she has to not um, properly receive the blessings or, or the association of Narada Muni. So quite important that point. In our, as, us as a practitioners of Krishna consciousness, or trying to follow this process, if we don't have the proper, uh, or if we don't align our consciousness with the purpose of this process and, and trying to maintain the right attitude, so we will struggle because at the same time, for example, we have material desires. We, when this, we start uh, practicing the spiritual process, we come with mixture of desires in our heart uh, because we are afflicted, perhaps suffering in material life. We want to ask for Krishna's blessings or relief from our suffering. But uh, all those things, all those material desires are blocked for us to receive the blessings or the proper effect of the association with a pure devotee and the effect of transcendental knowledge in our heart. So I thought that it would be interesting for us to reflect upon and perhaps even try to see how we can create a balance because those desires of those motivations that uh, we hold in ourselves when we approach to a spiritual process is basic, basically because we are not clear in, an, in the understanding about who we are. And it's why, for example, Prahlad Maharaj at this point, he's starting his, uh, the teachings to his classmate. The, he goes straight away to 
the first instruction that he is telling them is the important to understand our real nature. And he's doing it through Sankhya, understanding that the composition of the body and the difference of the body and the difference of the spiritual soul. Here's, this that's the very beginning from the very beginning he started mentioning about it. And this is the third I think the third or fourth text the the same point. Understanding that like uh, yesterday, nicely, uh, Jaina Ram Prabhu explained the text about the different coverings of the body and uh, the mind, gold mind, and the gold actually is the soul and the mind, many elements of, uh, in, on the mind, but we need to, to have expertise to identify the gold. So that is for us for to understand the present of the spiritual soul we need the proper knowledge and that comes through the association of the pure devotee or the bona fide spiritual master who can give us that knowledge that understanding so now for example continuing that uh, to the teaching of Prahlad Maharaj continuing that same point he said for example <clears throat> Now, by understanding the difference between the body and the spiritual soul, let's start, let's uh, go deeper. What is the difference? Uh, what is, for example, is said the body has changes, experience changes. So it's, but the spiritual soul doesn't experience those changes. So he's going a bit deeper. The difference between the body and the soul changes and the body is per the spiritual soul is permanent so wow that is a good point and how these changes take place so that is the description now this point different compositions of the elements in the body so at this point Pranad Maharaj is explaining that explaining that and it's quite interesting for us also to understand because our main problem is the material materially um, bodily conception of life. We are still in the identifier with our body, and uh, but uh, we have the theoretical understanding. I'm a spiritual soul. I have a body, but when something happened to the body, we feel affected. I, I'm personally, that is my situation. Uh, I'm still affected. I, I was today when I was reading, trying to prepare for the classes. What can I talk about it? Because my realization is very low, minimum at this point. Because yes, I understand that I am a spiritual soul. I have the body, but but whatever happened in my interaction with devotees even, or in the temple, in my devotional service, is based in even the, my body, my abilities, so-called so my abilities. Um, but because again, the, that identification with the body, who I am and what is mine, it's very strong. So what is the hope for me to, to to realize my real identity as a spiritual soul and act upon that. Uh, I, was, I would say at this point very, very low, depending on my own capacity. 
So I don't know if you, probably in your case it's a little bit better. Many of you are kids uh, growing with a knowledge, spiritual knowledge from the very beginning. But um, I thought it would be nice if we can explore a bit that uh, what actually means to, to understand who and realize our real identity as spiritual souls and acting up upon that, if it's possible, if it's feasible at this stage, and how that can be uh, a possibility for us, how it can be realized. So in that way, for, uh, I thought, okay, maybe the good way to appreciate that and uh, have faith, because it's part of the process, is to to understand that, yes, we are a spiritual soul, but the, the uncovering or realizing that I'm a spiritual soul doesn't depend on me. Uh, because the material energy of Krishna is so powerful that even Krishna says the illusory energy of Krishna is very difficult to overcome. So why I'm not able to realize that I'm a spiritual soul and acting upon that is because I'm still covered, I'm still under the influence of the material energy of the Lord. So how can I get rid of that so to live my real identity? The only way how can be then pos is possible is by the help of Krishna, the controller of his the controller of these energies. And he gave us different means and processes, ways how we can do it. So the, the fact that we have access to spiritual knowledge, teachers, is the way how Krishna is helping us to awaken, to get free from those coverings by constantly doing it. That is a constant work because I was trying to compare my personal experience, uh, consciousness, years ago, perhaps some decades ago, and 10 years ago, and this point, I would say there is no the same when I started Krishna Consciousness and how I feel now. There is some, some points, some realizations. So it means that the process works. And so the same way, if we keep pr practicing with more sincerity, with awareness, what are the obstacles that can uh, block the effect or the power of the process, the shastras of the acharyas, that we will solve are putting those blocks. How we can work on that and eradicate that and be, uh, the, accelerate the effect of the shastras and the acharyas, this transcendental knowledge, in helping us to awaken our consciousness, real consciousness. And uh, interesting that Prahlad Maharaj, from the very beginning, is emphasizing this point to his, his classmates. We need to understand that we are not the body, we are a spiritual soul, and there is practical evidence about it the transformation of the body, how it's subjected, and the experience that we have of our, ourself internally. Uh, my body is changing, but I feel the same. I'm the same person. But it's a different experience that we have, but quite important to be conscious of that. Um, so again, 
the importance how Krishna directly is organizing or is providing us the means for us to overcome the covering of the material energy, the three modes of nature, the illusory energy of Krishna. He is facilitating the ways. There is one verse of uh, in the Ten Canto when Dhruva, uh, sorry, Uddhava, in the conversation with Krishna, he was telling Krishna how his devotee can overcome his illusory energy of Krishna. Uh, and for me, it's a hope yeah, because definitely uh, I acknowledge that uh, at this point in my life, it's very challenging, it's very difficult for me to work myself only myself rely on my own strength to overcome the illusory energy of Krishna and see, I, I, I'm able at this point to see that how far away I am from what the real goal of life is. Because honestly, understanding my condition, I have to acknowledge that I'm still influenced by the modes of ignorance, sometimes passion and identifying with my body, the achings of my body, getting all the... So it's affecting a lot of things. So, so how far of realizing I'm spiritual soul, I'm a spiritual soul, eternal, full of knowledge, happiness, and in, in my relationship with Krishna all the way, it's there, and it's very far away to, to realize that at this point for me. But, as I said, there is hope, like Uddhava says. Uddhava said to Krishna, well, because uh, I think this is 11, sorry, I have written here, the text is quite interesting. Yeah, 11.646. Uddhava said, well, I'll repeat in Sanskrit. Tvayopabhuktasraganda Vasolankara charchita Utishta vogyadas Vojino yadasas Tava majajo The translation is Simply by decorating ourselves with the garlands, fragrance, oils, clothes, and ornaments that you have already enjoyed. And by eating the remnants of your meals, we, your servants, will indeed conquer your illusory energy. So that was, wow, that is great hope. What we are already doing here, we all take Krishna Prasad, we smell the flowers that Krishna, uh, we offer to Krishna, we wear the garlands, <laughs> the garlands that have been offered to Krishna. So now it makes sense because personally I don't like to wear garlands, but now I have purpose to do it. So, and also because by doing this, because of Krishna's mercy, it's not anymore these elements or material because they become spiritual by contact in, in connection with. Krishna and these elements that have been offered so our consciousness also get purified. Krishna is arranging many ways for us to uh, be qualified, be uplifted our consciousness. So it's not 
depending of our endeavor to get a success in spiritual life. It is one of the requis uh, prerequisites to endeavor, but it's not enough. And it's Krishna who does the other part, even more of the work, that is arranging different ways for us to eventually get qualified. So I continue with the purpose. Um, the living entity is individual, but the body is, the body is a composition of many material elements. This is proved by the fact that as soon as the living, the living entity quit the combination of material elements, it becomes a mere conglomeration of matter. Matter is qualitative one, and the spiritual soul is qualitative one with the Supreme. The Supreme is one, and the individual soul is one. But the individual soul is understood to be the master of the individual combination of material energy. Whereas the Supreme Lord is the controller of the total material energy. The living entity is master of this particular body, and according to his activities, he is subjected to different types of pain and, and pleasure. However, although the Supreme Person, the Paramatma, is also one, he is present as an individual in all the different bodies. So quite important to understand this aspect too, but it was uh, like a, the living entity, the soul, is the controller of the body. It's on, that is the only realm, the area that has control, because Krishna, as a spiritual soul, he has control of everything. So it's another way to understand also our identity as a spiritual soul, the difference between us and the Supreme Soul, Krishna. What is quite important to understand because Prabhupada in the, in the first part of this paragraph explained that the spiritual soul and the supreme soul is one. But at the same time he is explaining the difference about the capacity. The spiritual soul has only influence in the body that it has been given. But Krishna, the super soul, he has influence in whole, the totality, the whole material energy. But yesterday also, I, I like the way how Janet Prabhu mentioned that it's important for us to be aware, have awareness of in our body there are other living entities as well. So actually who has the preeminent control of the body, the spiritual soul, but we have some many bodies inside, many living entities. That uh, so even in that way we ha we can see the our area of influence is much limited. Also, when then the material energy is in fact divided in twenty four elements. The individual soul is the owner of the individual body, and the twenty is a 25th subject and above everything is the Lord, Vish is Lord Vishnu as Paramatma, the Supreme Controller, who is the 26th element of 26th subject. When one understands all these 26 subjects, 
he became a diatmavid, an expert in understanding the distinction between matter and spirit. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 13.3, Chetra Chetra Gyayor Gyanam, understanding of the Chetra, the constitution of the body, and the all individual and sorry and of the individual soul and the super and the super soul constitute real jnana or knowledge unless one is ultimate unless one ultimately understand that the supreme lord is eternal eternally related with the individual soul one's knowledge is is imperfect. This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 7.19. Bhakunan Jangmanamte Gyanabang Mamprapadyate Vasudeva Sarvaiti Samahatma Sudurlava. After many births and death, he who is actually acknowledged surrendering to me. Knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all, and all that is, such a great soul is very rare. Everything, material and spiritual, consists of various energies of Vasudev, to whom the individual soul, the spiritual part of the Supreme Lord, is subordinated. Upon understanding this perfect knowledge, one surrendered to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vasudev, Sarva Iti Samahadma Sudurlava. So the, this is quite important point as well, because like a Pralat Maharaj, when it's important for us to understand Sambanda, Abhideya, and Prajojana. So Prahlad Maharaj is starting his teaching through Sambanda, that means understanding who we are. And so Sankhya, Sankhya Yoga is assisting in this process, understanding the difference between body and the spiritual soul that will give him understanding who, who we are, or well, in this case, it, classmates and us understanding who we are as a spiritual souls but this is uh, not independent knowledge because this is very much connected with the source of all knowledge that means Krishna understanding our identity it will be uh, is also very much uh, direct linked understanding the existence of super soul the source of our identity. And, um, but it's, I was, when I was reading this part, I was also trying to analyze why the difference between different schools of philosophy, uh, trying, or transcendentalist, trying to understand the difference, between, the difference between the body and the spiritual soul, and why some of those uh, some schools deviated to the impersonalism because they also understand the difference between body and soul and they also want to be free from this covering from the inference of material nature 
But the goal of them is a bit different. That freedom, that um, liberation is to be united with the Supreme Soul, to be one with God. But that is the beauty of being under the influence and the shelter of the bona fide spiritual master that from the very beginning constantly emphasizes the difference of our nature and the difference that between us and God and what is the relationship about, for example, Prabhupada here, very clear, quite important the word that he said, the individual soul, the spiritual soul, part of the Supreme Lord. So it's, it's kind of, we can talk about the unity, like a spiritual transcendentalists, even impersonalists, are uh, understanding and following. The living entity is part of the Supreme Soul. So for that reason, be one with God is the goal of light. But Prabhupada used the word, is said, this spiritual part of the Supreme Lord is subordinated. So that was like a, what? oh yes, that is quite quite important point. Subordinate, it's less, it's not one and similar with in the same with the same nature, the same potency. It's subordinate. That means there is something that is superior to that. Because subordination means you accept the superiority of something else, somebody else. So your individuality is there, but I submit myself to something that is superior. And this point is very subtle, but how proper from the very beginning is emphasizing yeah, we are part of, the, uh, of Krishna, uh, we are one in that, in that as a nature, but we are subordinated. So, um, in that way, for example, that by having this clear, that also helps us to understand that the soul, or understand ourself as a spiritual soul, but not just that. What is the dynamic, what is our function as a soul? how we can experience that spiritual nature of us in a more, um, in a fully way. How that can be experienced by the, the dynamic of our nature, expressed in a more active way. And that has to be with that, that aspect of being subordinated to somebody and who can be connected in a loving way. That reciprocation through devotion. And devotion basically is through love, otherwise it won't be maintained. So that is the only way how our identity as a spiritual soul can be expressed in a full way, dynamic. Because if we live our spirituality as a okay, union with the, with the Supreme Soul, that aspect, it's not expressed, has to be expressing ourselves in a more individual dynamic way, it's movement and it's action. So that can be done only through loving devotional service. So that is one point that I wanted to mention about this, po this part of the purpose. And in generally, well, in conclusion, we can say the importance that Prahlad Maharaj is starting his teaching from the clear understanding about 
the difference between the body and the spiritual soul is very uh, important. This foundation clearly understand, under, understood and experienced in ourselves to maintain a successful spiritual life. And uh, Prahlad Maharaj, very wise, he is doing it. And uh, this point, I'm not the body, I'm a spiritual soul. And based on that, every aspect of our philosophy, our practices, will make sense. Okay, so at this point we can stop here. Any comment, any questions? No? Okay, so thank you so much for your attendance, your audience, and Srimad Bhagavatam Ki. Jai Shila Prabhupada Ki. Jai Vanchakalpataraviyacha Kripa Srinuviyacha Patita Nam Pavani Vyavaishnavi Yunamu Namaha. Jai Shila Prabhupada Ki.